All right, guys, this is episode 27 the Get Into This Podcast. It's me, Tanise, as always. And as promised last week, I said I was going to start doing a girlfriend series. Unfortunately, it's a little challenging to get a couple people on the same schedule. So quite honestly, I didn't even bother. I invited my girlfriend, Amy, on to this episode. She's my actual girlfriend in real life. Um, and so you get to be invited into um, a portion of, of our conversation Today is actually the longest episode I've ever had. It's about a two-hour episode, but you get to be in on a portion of the type of conversations that we would normally have for maybe even longer on the telephone, right? So we're talking fall fashion, what to wear, what not to wear, and um, dating in the Washington, D.C. area, all that jazz. So if any of that appeals to you on your commute into work today or sitting at your desk trying to kill some time, keep listening. Okay, guys. Hey, so as I mentioned last week, I was going to start doing um, little episodes. I was going to try to do segments, but full episodes, whatever, with some girlfriends. Now, people are a little wonky with their schedules, so getting a couple girlfriends together at any given time is quite impossible, and I've come to terms with that. So what I have done, though, is gotten one at a time. Right now, we've got Amy, who is my actual real-life friend. So you guys get to come in on a little bit of conversation here from fashion all the way into, of course, love and romance. So we are going to have a conversation about all things Amy today, okay? We're going to start this out with some fashion stuff. It's fall. Um <clears throat> Fall fashion is a very funny moment because you've got the girls who are parading around New York Fashion Week to Paris, to Milan, to all these places who are just taking Instagram photos and believing that they are the girls of the shows. And then you've got all the little um, supplemental fashionistas floating around Facebook that are waiting for fall fashion, but they're really coming out in their um, polyester and acrylic shirts, sweaters, um, chunky knit sweaters, of jegging and as it's been affectionately coined on Facebook, pilgrim steppers, which are basically <laughs> not good Doc Martens. They are to be found at maybe a DSW, um, possibly a, a lower level uh, retailer, but um, they're definitely not sexy, <laughs> not in the least bit. And they usually match the sweater in polyester. And these ladies have been crying all year long that they could not wait until fall because of the fashion. And this is the bullshit that they deliver. So I am like, where is the fashion? Give me a something I can aspire to be. But this little witchcraft look you got going on is not fucking that. <sighs> They're crying. Haven't you seen it? And then they come to Thanksgiving with their fucking boyfriends. They got to make them wear the same outfits on. And they're like the matching outfits thing is a trend. Everybody's got polyester. Saying that all all winter and the kids. It's a it's a Thanksgiving thing. It's a Thanksgiving thing. You got to bring your kids out. You got to act like you know you've been winning all all year. So everybody's got these fresh outfits on. We won't see you again until Easter. You pull the same shit over there. But here we are. It is we are in fall. Fall fashion is here. You guys get to layer. You guys get to show us all of your looks. I'm not seeing much, but here's, here's where we are. So Amy is here because fashion is her thing. She likes to talk about style and all that type of stuff. So we got some questions. First of all, before we get into that, hey. Hey. Hi. Um, get into this podcast world. <laughs> yes, there's people that listen to this, surprisingly enough, that keep coming back to listen to this. <laughs> I 
That's a great thing. Surprisingly enough. Thing. All right. So fall fashion, right? So I have a couple of things that I want to ask you about because I'm not a style. I mean, I'm not a fashion person. I've been able to say that I'm not a fashion person. I don't even like shopping. Amy can attest to the fact that I do not want to go shopping with you. I don't want to give you my opinions in Never. the store. Um, if you She's ask me to go, friend. yeah, if you ask me to go, I'm there because I'm down with the ride, but I'm just, I, I don't care. Honestly, you should know by now. <laughs> no, you stick to like what you know, what you like, and you can go in the store. Like you're totally like a guy when it comes to shopping, you go in, you get out, you get, you get what you need and get out. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have that kind of like, Oh, I want to roam the store. I'm inspired just to kind of just walk around and see what's there. No, you are like, I came here because. I saw this, and I'm out. Yeah, I'm not an online shopper either, so I, I find the stuff online, and then I go to the store and I pick it up. Mm-hmm. I value store relationships. I only stop and shop in store unless it's some type of thing that I cannot get in store. And then, I, like you said, I just get in, I get out. Normally, a lot of times, I'm trying to beat the meter that I've had on the street with my car. <laughs> and then I just, you know, I that's it. I don't want to be bamboozled into some stuff that I'm never going to wear. And so that's just my strategy. And I have I have an aesthetic. Yeah. So speaking of aesthetic, we were trying to like pre-gaming this before I hit record. So I've shared with you guys that I try to do like um, a seasonal aesthetic. Just as a reminder, this season I'm doing 80s glam. So lots of like leathers and metallics and big shoulders and stuff that um, um, like a cross between Diane Carroll and Dallas and like Ariana today would wear. Like that's what I'm going to show up in. And if I'm going somewhere, if I'm somewhere oh else, gosh. I'm still going to be in athleisure, which is my regular look. Mm-hmm. Um, but big hair, like how, really big hair. Since you're into, just one second, since you're into this leather trend, how are you feeling about the leather trench coat? Because that's definitely trending this, this fall and winter. Is it a real leather trench coat mm-hmm. in black? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's cool. Okay. Yeah, okay. I think it's cool. cool. I would do a leather trench coat if it was real. Okay. Um, yeah, so but I tried... But doing the, the whole faux leather. Certain things. Kind of... Only, I think, I think the only thing that should be faux is stuff that's on trend. Okay. Or things that don't fit in real leather. Like, I think that... Um, you know, I like leather pants, but the reality of it is it's very difficult to find leather pants that are flattering. Yeah. Because they flatten out parts of your body. Mm-hmm. And they also don't have any give if you're talking like a 100% leather. Yeah. So, like, leather pants really are rock star and supermodel. Like, those are truly the two body types that do really well with real leather. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not either one of those. <laughs> So I have to be really, uh, I have to be really smart about what I'm trying to wear, and I have to, I, and that's why those um, Spanx ones that I've shared about on here like a hundred times work for me because they're perfect. Yeah. But they're not real, and so right now my the pair that I have has worn off, so they just look like regular, regular stupid leggings, yeah. and I have to buy a new pair that <laughs> still has the like the leather thing to it, but yeah. um, you have to keep buying them to, to create the leather effect. Mm-hmm. But anyway. Um, so I have this aesthetic that I'm subscribing to until January or February or something like that. And then I'll switch it back over. Um, so that's how I shop. And it helps me 
to, or that's how I style myself. And it helps me, like I was sharing with you off of this, is it helps me to be very defined when I'm shopping. So I can, like you said, go in and out of a store, quickly buy what I'm looking for. It also helps keep me on target because I know a lot of women will go into a place and be like, I don't know what to wear. I don't know what to do. And they'll buy they'll buy a lot of options. They spend yeah. a lot of money and then you get you home and then around. you realize you don't even have, you don't even have a whole look. You bought a bunch of separates, but you have no look. Yeah. So that helps me um, stay on focus for that. And then it kind of is just, it's a fun thing for me to be like a character for this season. So uh-huh. this year, this season, this is what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Last season, I was like Black Barbie. Then this one, I'm going to, in the spring, I don't know. I'll figure it out by January. And that's who I'll be. And then I'll just keep rotating around. And that's how I feel like you get to wear like all the crazy stuff that mm-hmm. most people wouldn't wear, like Grammy fashion. Like this damn... Lady Gaga vest, yeah. bodysuit that I didn't went and got off a of house of CB. I don't even know where I'm going, but the second I put that thing on, I was like, ah, "It's Grammys." The the freaking shoulder pads are touching my ears. I'm just yeah, like, it's, do, a do, 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 do. it's definitely. But shoulder pads are the bomb. Like shoulder pads are amazing, and I think they just give an elevation and a um an excitement to any look. So that's definitely a moment. Don't waste that and wear that in the wrong space. You definitely have to wear that to the right event. Yeah, I don't so, have any events. I can't wait to see how you, um, <laughs> you, how you that put shit that to together. Work. No. <laughs> <laughs> they would be a bitch. You're fired. Right. I think they might run you out of there. <laughs> yeah, they would run me out of there so fast. Hi, let's go ahead and talk. walk your ass to HR. <laughs> but let's have a meeting, Tanise. Let's see what's going on here. Yeah, okay. Well, yeah. so that's how I shop. Okay. How do you shop? So I have a bit of a different approach to um, shopping. I do get inspired and I do um, like the experience very much so. I love walking into stores and seeing all the new things, all the new trends. I love when the seasons change. I think it's just awesome because, you know, that's when all the creative people, the designers get out their uh, best stuff. When we get to see, you know, all the new things that's um, hitting the floors in the stores. My shopping um, approach changes in the sense of I like to buy staple pieces, classic pieces, forever pieces, what you do not have in your wardrobe already to make your wardrobe complete. Okay. Staple pieces. Yes. All right. So I was going to cover this later, but let's, we're here now. So what is, what are staple pieces? Like, remember when, um, what was that show? What not to wear was on. Yes. And they would kind of go over this constantly. Yep. But clearly that show's not on. Yep. So people have lost guidance. Yep. They don't know what they're doing. They're on the internet, uh, ordering stuff. I have a story about this ordering stuff. So what are staple pieces for fall? Let's stay fall focused. So fall focus right now because well well there's a few trends that's, that's like trending right now so the staples out of the trend do you want me to just like run down the trend really quick and then we can kind yeah. of pick out a piece of the staples that you should have in the closet you should have in your closet so there's ten trends right now that everyone is like sticking to uh, capes okay that's like a big deal it's a really big deal then. Um, Let's see, we have the asymmetrical neckline. So that's the one shoulder. It's kind of the cold shoulder looking. That's yeah. really, everyone's loving that look. It's kind of I sexy. like that in a bodysuit. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. Like a rib bodysuit. Uh-huh. I have it in my cart. I'll never buy it because I don't like stuff online, but it's there. <laughs> <laughs> um, surprisingly, which I thought was going to go out with the summer, florals. have No, like, florals are always out. like a fall floral. I learned that from Devil Wears Prada. Oh. You can do a fall floral. I think I have it up there. 
don't it's see like any floral. Yeah, here. it's it's a floral. Surprisingly, um, you have floral. I would I would. Yeah, and I wear floral. it often. It's a blue. See. Oh, that's, that's my pretty. version of floral. And that's a ball blue. Okay, that's really pretty. Like it's a on midnight. A navy. Yeah. Yeah. Boom. Love it. Ta-da. Okay, so you've got it. It's Banana good... Republic. Okay. So you got some florals in your um, surprisingly in your closet. Uh, then let's see what else is trending. Of course, the crossbody. That's never gonna go out. The crossbody bag. Crossbody bag. Yeah. Everyone has to have a crossbody bag. You should that's turn bags into crossbody anyway. Like I don't know if the bags that I buy are crossbody, but I make mm-hmm. them. I just wear them across you just my body. Wear them. <laughs> Yeah. So leather on leather, and because leather is your jam right now, I think it's going to really work for you. But everyone is wearing leather with leather and leather. So yeah. if you're doing a leather shoe, you're doing a leather pant, you're doing a leather jacket. It's not too much. So don't be scared to do that. Yeah, but you, let's let's talk about that. Okay. Leather on leather on leather is straight sex appeal. So um, there is a crash course that you should probably take beforehand. Like, now I'm not even bullshitting you because there's an, there is a vibe that you have to give off. You cannot wear, and we're talking leather, not pleather, but leather. No, real leather. So you have to, you have to have, you, I mean, this is like dominatrix. It is a look. Mm -hmm. So, and it is also everybody type, just like a red lipstick. Everybody can wear leather, but you have to find what works for you. So maybe you can't wear a leather pant because you have a big ass. Mm -hmm. So you have to wear like a leather skirt. Or you have to wear a leather shoe, or you have to wear a leather um, blazer, because leather blazers Mm -hmm. are hot, but they're very expensive. Mm -hmm. Um, Or you can wear a leather hat. I've been wearing a leather hat out. Like, you can do do different different things with leather, but you still have to be very, like, commanding when you walk through a room. You can't wear leather and be... You can't be Michelle. You got to no, be Beyonce. No, and it has to be cohesive. So that's another thing. You can't just put all your leather on and think of the look. It's not. Gonna, <laughs> that's not gonna work. It has to be some cohesion. It has to be some inspiration. You have. You have to. If you're gonna do a leather, it has to be balanced. So that's another thing with leather. It can look heavy if you don't balance it out right. So that's a that's something to keep in mind. So if you wear that whole Lady Gaga moment that you have up there, you're going to have to make sure that you're kind of balanced on the bottom so that it's not overwhelming. Yeah. The last time I wore leather, I had leather leggings on. I had a regular... um, Cotton bodysuit or something. Yeah, it was a little stretchy bodysuit. It was Mm -hmm. still black. Mm -hmm. And then it was a black hat. And then... So you broke it up. I wore a leather boot. Yeah. Yeah, you could have even thrown a leather blazer over top of that and brought it all together. Yeah, the laser, the blood, the, the leather blazer I want is ball mine. So uh, I, yeah, I'm no, I won't rich. have it. <laughs> no, I'm not rich. It's in, it's sitting in the in the Pinterest. Is that uh, they have collection? a knockoff on um on on Amazon. I, I would be sure. so scared to see what the hell came in the mail. <laughs> it would look like the the uh, what was it off of the damn Cosby Show? The Gordon, oh, the Gordon Gar- <laughs> Gar- <laughs> That damn arm would be like, bitch, this yeah. is your $60 blazer straight from Shanghai. That would not be a good No, look. I'm not even fooling with it. That yeah. thing can sit right there and be visualized Mm-mm. because I do not have French people money for a leather blazer. <laughs> not now, not, yeah. not now, not no, now. Well, I mean, it makes some amazing pieces, but yeah, you definitely have to have the, um, the mini to afford their pieces. Mm-hmm. Okay, sure so what else? Some good knockoffs. Yeah, they do. I got to find them. Um, what else do we have in suits. terms of suits? Suits, trousers, um, full suits, smart suits, suits that you're going to wear to work, suits that you can wear after work, suits that you can wear with a tennis shoe, a trainer, because that's the jam now. Um, those are definitely on trend. Um, monochromatic suits and, you know, wearing the same col- colors are on trend now as well. So 
any good. So with this monochromatic thing, does that mean that you have to be you you're buying the set together, or can you play with tones? No, play with tones. I mean, if you're gonna wear a yellow suit and you're just gonna go and buy maybe a pale yellow yellow turtleneck to stick under underneath it, that's amazing. Okay, yeah. so you, can you don't have to the find tones. all these pieces like in the same store or or the same brand or the same um color exactly. Okay, yeah. All right, so... Um, and a classic blazer, of course. you got to have a blazer. But blazer shapes change, so I think that's something to Structured say. Structured blazers. Yeah. Not the flimsy blazers. Yeah, I'm never a fan of flimsy yeah. blazers. Structured blazers. And I'm never a fan of uh, blazers that have mixed um, material either. So, like, yeah. I don't want, like, a leather, a, a pleather lapel and, like, a stretchy knit sleeve. I don't even know what that's doing. BB, um, No, BCBG does a lot of those. They've always done those, mm-hmm. if you can even find a BCBG anymore. But I they've got, like, the gone. asymmetrical thing in the front, then one of them's, like, a pleather. And then, like, they still sell BCBG at, like, Bloomingdale's and Macy's and stuff like that. Don't buy those. I know. They're they're kind of like the in-store and the in-store type of um, department. I don't know. They I feel like they've been watered, watered down by department stores. They're not the same as they used to be when it was max azria mm-hmm. oh he's he's gone he quit yeah, okay cool. yeah um jewel tones mm-hmm. are you into jewel tones that is definitely on trend this i wear year. gold lots of ghetto gold <laughs> emeralds teals um fuchsia magenta it's like all the jewel tones are in so when we're talking about monochromatic you definitely can you know use jewel tones to kind of get that inspired pull from it to, to find inspiration okay yeah so that's a big thing um faux leather i mean faux fur jackets that's a huge huge trend this this um this fall and winter i'm not a big faux leather i mean faux, faux fur girl but it's it's a big deal i mean i think it it works for some people some people it doesn't it's been on my radar to get a real fur but i want um one that has real like wearability to it like i really don't want to look like a grandma like it's not going to be like a waistcoat yeah so you want the long i mean not a waistcoat not the um not the the mid thigh like the knee one like it's not Mm -hmm. going to church in the winter i I really don't want to look like a grandma and it's certain it's certain it's certain ones right so like certain i don't want a rabbit like i want like an actual fox you want a mink you have mink money no i don't even have the fucking fox money (laughs) i was just saying what i want I don't have any of this money. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying I kind of want to find these things. I, yeah. can, I found some on Poshmark. People were, like, getting rid of their grandparents' estate. It was, yeah. like, actually a St. Laurent one. Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't buy it. I actually it. found a really nice one. I didn't purchase it, but I went to a um to a vintage consignment shop in D.C., and I ran into um, a lady who was actually consigning it at the same time I was walking around the store shopping. Same size as me, petite, um, small woman, and she had um, this jacket, which looked amazing as a rabbit. And I was like, oh, wow, like, that's amazing. I should try it on and blah, blah, blah. So I tried it on, and I was like, I'm just not a fur girl. Like, oh, so you don't like fur at all? I don't think so. No. I, I I couldn't see it. Like, I couldn't see what I did. just didn't see. It wasn't a moment for me. I felt like I was going to, like, feel it, but no, nah, I didn't feel it. Yeah, I don't, don't want to do fur. Like, so, like, the leather and stuff like that is mm-hmm. very 1980s Dallas. Mm-hmm. That's what I want to do. With fur, I want to give 1990s bad boy. Like, I want to do it in oh. Timberlands. Oh. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. it. That's a whole... That's... <laughs> 
I think that's your next. That's that's next. Yeah, yeah. that's my next thing. Oh, right. <laughs> '90s J Lo. That's what I'm gonna that's give. That's your egg. That's your next. In one. summer. In <laughs> summer, just wait on it. I gotta be take my ass to class several more also, times. Also, plaid. How do you feel about plaid? Plaid. I don't feel is anything for plaid. No, it's not. It's not something you could see yourself wearing. Yeah, uninterested. Okay, plaid is a um, is a big deal right now. Uh, what else? Let's see. Trousers we talked about. Outerwear we didn't talk too much about, but the puffy outerwear. Oh yeah, that's 90s. that's my jam. Yeah, that's I'm gonna get. I have back. one in my my in my uh, online shopping cart right now from. Um, You've got a lot in your online. Yeah. So what carts. I do is I I price <laughs> these out. Um, what's the store? Um. Oh my God! There's one in Georgetown, and it's a European store. Aritzia, is that it? Aritzia. Um. So yeah, they have a waist. <clears throat> um, pink neon bomber, like mm. puffy bomber, and then I was comparing it to Lululemon, who has a cloud bomber that comes like down to your knees. Okay. So I'm trying to figure out. I mean, obviously, I don't want to wear a neon pink one into the office. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm trying to see if I, if I, if my emotions are much more attached to a neon one than a black one. Yeah. And then I'll just be cold going to the office. Yeah, because you don't have a lot of versatility with a pink no, neon. No, but that's what I feel like okay. my my soul is more connected to. It was a pink neon one. So that takes us, of course, and, But they're $250, to, too. Oh, that's a, yeah. that's a, but that's a good investment. It's yeah. your coat outerwear. I think you can pretty much spend 250 for a coat. But it's pink so neon. That means you got to be in love with it for at least two uh, winters. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and if pink is not a thing next winter, then you're kind of just like, eh. Mm. Got this pink neon coat. Now what? Yeah. Yeah. But taking us back to your original question, which was, um, what is my thing? My thing is staple pieces in every woman's wardrobe. I think we all need, I mean, I think we can all agree that we need a good blazer. Every woman needs a good blazer. Every woman needs a good suit. Um, good trousers, knowing your size and what pants work for your your body shape and body type is definitely important. I think a good every good suit, whether it's men's or women's, which women can wear both, which is which is amazing. Um, it just has to work for your body shape. But I think we all need a good suit. We all need a good blazer. We all have to have a nice leather jacket in our wardrobe. I think that's super important. Like a motorcycle jacket? It could be moto. It could be it could a biker jacket. Be a biker. It could be a blazer cut. It could be um any type of leather jacket. It just needs to be a good leather jacket. I think just a good piece, not cheap, not lower end, not let me not say cheap, not not less expensive, more of a high expensive. I think these it's something that can be worn with anything. Jeans, if you want to dress it up, you can dress it up. And now we're also seeing a trend of everyone's wearing the maxi dresses with like the moto leather jackets and stuff like that in the fall and then they're doing like a boot or something or a slide. So a leather jacket is a must-have. Um, aside from that, I think everyone should have something fun in their closet that um, has prints or spots or something. Leopard, zebra, snakeskin, something, whether it's a boot or whether it's a um, a heel or a slide. There should be some prints in your closet just to mix it up a little bit. Um, everyone needs a mom jean. 
every woman, I don't care what size, needs a mom jean. I think mom jeans are a good classic staple jean that you can pretty much wear with anything. You want to dress it up? You so mom jeans, though, are high rise. They yes, have to high hit, rise. like, breastbone. Yes, have to be breastbone, have to be high rise, have to have the right cut. Even at the ankle, they have to have the right fall. They can't just be, you know, like, I don't know, like high water. So there, it's, a, really it's a tapered yeah, ankle, more tapered ankle, breastbone, high rise. Yeah. Yep. Zip fly. Yep. Maybe yep. some, maybe some. Even um, a button fly is okay. Okay. Yeah, a button fly is okay. Maybe um, some, um, maybe some, um, what is it called with the holes and stuff? Distressing. Mm-hmm. But it has to be, like, people get care. So a lot of these, um, like, I'm saying lower end, but lower end stuff is like the stuff that you're getting in, like for denim is around like the $60 price point and south of that. Um, and they do really unrealistic distressing. So like you wouldn't have a natural distressing in your thigh because there's no rubbing there. And um, so I think they do, right. they make this stuff look like you, 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 you have to remember when you're looking for distressing, if you want it to look more like higher end, mm-hmm. you have to get the distressing where you're body would naturally distress something so your back pocket would naturally distress in men because that's where you would put your wallet and that's Mm -hmm. where you sit constantly Mm -hmm. and then like your knees obviously distress because your knees constantly bend and then maybe on the pocket if there's a functional pocket because you're constantly going in there but like on your thigh it's an unnatural place to distress because your thigh doesn't bend itself and i think a lot of these brands give themselves away to be like screaming like this is cheap because they over distress yeah they over finish so you've got like these uh whiskered finishing they do just too much finishing on the <laughs> denim like i like raw denim that looks like denim that's hard and heavy denim mm-hmm. and then this stuff is not super ext- distressed which is why i typically prefer levi's in the denim world because it's a, are, it's still denim yeah levi's are a good jean they're a good jean um not necessarily my fave but they're a good jean i like levi's um i'm still searching for that perfect pair of levi's for my body haven't found them yet so the hunt is still on Okay. Um, everyone needs a little black dress. Little black dress dresses take you very far. Um, you can pretty much do whatever with a little black dress, especially if it's maybe like a slip dress, because that's kind of trendy and it's also serving the purpose of having the little black dress. Date night, um, event, something you just kind of want to throw something on. Maybe you dress it down with a trainer. Everyone needs a trainer. Tell people what trainers are, because the the American crowd doesn't refer to it as a trainer. Trainers are sneakers. Trainers are not your average tennis shoe that you're going to go and purchase for running or for um, some sort of sports activity. Trainers are more of a trendier tennis shoe. Zara has a few trainers right now. There are nice, moderately priced trainers that... um, that are really cute. White trainers specifically. Yeah, think uh Reebok think Classic, Reebok Princesses. Souped up. Yeah. Yeah, on next level. Um and they should also be um low top. No high top trainers right now. That's not the jam. Yeah, That's sneakers with a whole bunch of <laughs> jazz on them is O V E R. Yeah. Over. Yeah. Even Don't a trainer with, so if you're going to wear like a long trouser pant or in a blazer, you want to have a trainer that may be able to give you some elevation. So if you wear a trainer that has um, like a stack where you really can't see it, but it gives you like a cute, gives you like, you know, elongates you a little bit. If you're a shorter woman and you have like um, short legs, but you want to wear a long pant and you kind of feel a little um, intimidated by it, then buy a trainer that has like a little stack heel on the bottom and there you go. Mm-hmm. You really won't be able to see it. So trainers are all throughout Zara. They are, there's a few other brands and um 
I will mention them as we go along, but there are a few other brands that have trainers. They're white. Make sure you buy, if you buy silver, then you buy a really good brand of the silver trainers because they can tend to look cheap, especially as they wear. Um, but having a silver trainer, I think, is amazing for your for your wardrobe this fall. What else? A gown, because we are head, we're heading into holiday season, so there are going to be a lot of corporate parties. There are going to be a lot of... Um, uh, events that we're going to be invited to. So everyone needs to have a good gown in their closet. I am not a fan of... Um, rent the runway. Rent the runway. Because <laughs> you know that's where a bitch is getting hers yes. from for a holiday. A gown. I tried it. It's not uh, a legging. Okay, I'm not buying a gown. Uh, right. I, I, no, I'm not, not a fan of rent the runway. I think rent the runway has a lot of amazing pieces. Um, I, I, I tried, I run through one right here in Georgetown and I just did not, um, I was actually looking for a gown and I didn't really like some of the gowns I saw. I didn't really like their price points for some of the gowns to rent. So I may give rent the runway another try, but that's just not my thing. So where, right I mean, what is, what are you, where are you buying these gowns from? Are you buying like real gowns? So I've learned are that you, going you can to the... go as low as Fashion Nova. Oh Jesus. We got a Fashion Nova <laughs> comment coming up here soon. Hold but... on. Uh, what are your thoughts oh, on Fashion Nova? No. Okay, so... Now, listen. I'm not saying you go Fashion Nova as a go-to for anything. You know, Fashion Nova has these things that's work that works, and then they have their things that don't work. And I think every time you get something in the mail, it's a gamble. But in the gown space, I've bought three gowns from them, and I have um, not had any problem with all three of them. I actually really like them. And I spent about 50 to $60. But... There are more, you know, there are other stores that have really amazing gowns, and that's not, you know, a, um, a, uh, you know, you don't have to go to Fashion Nova to buy your gowns. I think, though, it is some, surprisingly, Forever 21, but I think there's some, um, there, gowns are more like investments, and because you're not going to be using it for, a, you know, more than one occasion, you don't want to invest but so much money into a gown, unless you really, really have to. That's my thought on it. I don't want to see something hanging in my closet that's $500 that I can't put on again. Then I'll have to try to sell it. So... I don't know. What are your thoughts on gowns? But I think we all need gowns in our closet. Well, I mean, I, for the first time, have... I work in the corporate environment for, like, the first time in my life. So, last year was my very first holiday party. Other than that, it was government, and there was, like, a fucking potluck. And <laughs> a potluck in the office. So, I didn't go to a holiday party. It was, like, a... I felt like Cinderella. I'm like, oh. Um, I'm not a... I mean, I'll... I don't know. Last year, I'm... What did you wear? I wore a um, mini dress. Okay. I wore a mini dress. <laughs> To was it a gala? Was it like a listen? Black I don't tie? work anywhere where people fucking know what to wear. So <laughs> like, I look good. Okay, I had a long sleeve mini dress on. It mm-hmm. was it was wintry, so it was black with like all the little stupid sparkles and shit on mm-hmm. it. I took it back after I wore it from Nordstrom. So bitch, if you didn't Which know, Nordstrom has some amazing gowns. Take everything back to their asses. But- <laughs> that's that's your that's your rent to pay to be an American. Take that shit back. Don't you buy everything that's and keep it. it. That's your rent the <laughs> runway. Yeah, you make your own rent the runway. I'm taking shit back to the stout. I took it back the following morning, no questions asked. You here you go, guys. <laughs> See you in December 2019. So anyway, how I do you mean- feel about long gowns? Is that just not your thing? No, I mean, I would have worn a long dress. I mean, I just think that um, it was inappropriate. Not inappropriate, but I didn't... 
my job, like even this year, our holiday party theme is a cause for that. Mm-hmm. But I think that American like people don't know how to dress for black tie. Mm-hmm. And so they never really do um, unless it's like that 1% of people who know how to do this type of stuff professional. I mean, correctly. Mm-hmm. But, like, your average office party is, like, formal wear. Like, they really don't do black tie correctly. Okay. And black tie would be, like, a gown and the men are in tuxes. Like, I do have a couple people that work with me that are um, are European. They come in tuxes because they understand how to do it. But us, it's, like, freaking Sunday's best. And then you then you look overdressed because they don't know how to do a 7, a 7 p.m. and beyond attire correctly Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. i'm like okay let me let me scale myself down to match everybody else i am not coming through like you know miss america when everybody else has on a sunday outfit it's not a grammy moment yeah it's not a grammy moment i can't give you guys like the j-lo versace (laughs) dress so i just try to like let me let me let me look good from this but let me also blend in however if i needed to wear a gown i'm gonna be on rent the runway because I'm not gonna buy a five hundred dollar gown, yeah, and my that's, the place to go. that's where I naturally want to look is in the five hundred dollar price point for this right. type of stuff. But I also need to be realistic. That's where my that's where my taste level is. That's not where my wallet is mm-hmm. for these types of things. So mm-hmm. I'm just gonna rent. It. I mean, yeah, I think that's why the rent rent the runway is such a good um, um, company, and the concept is so good, and it works because a lot of us don't have a. Uh, a wallet that can really afford to have $500 gowns just hanging in our closet. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. All right, so you mentioned Fashion Nova. Let's ask this. <laughs> how do you be cool? How do you dress cool beyond 35 without shopping at Fashion Nova? And let me caveat this by saying, mm-hmm. I am not a Fashion Nova person. I am not an online person at all, but I think people get carried away in this Fashion Nova stuff. And quite honestly, it's really teen-marketed. And you have to have a, a keen eye to what you're looking for. I personally think Fashion Nova lends itself a little bit more towards the summer looks in terms of like, because you can get by on like lesser quality clothes in the summertime. It's like more like a jean and a t-shirt type of thing, kind of, you know, the, the versions of that. Yeah. But in the winter, you have to look a little, like the heavier pieces look more quality, the the more structure and the heavier the pieces are. Yeah, Fashion Nova just can't give money. it that. Yeah. Um, but I do see a lot of women who are 35 plus, 35 to 45, who don't look cool. And I'm just like, I don't think that their personality is over, but whatever the fuck they're wearing, it is not good. And I want to be like, guys, why do you have that on? Like the loft, you should not have anything on at the goddamn loft. <laughs> So it's kind of like ever. What's that? What's that? Thirty-five to forty-five-year-old woman wearing? Right. Shopping? Because if you're wearing stuff at the loft, which I do not advocate wearing, even for a Monday, Monday at ten a.m., you should not have on loft. It looks like a substitute teacher. Just go all out and wear Ann Taylor. Do not wear loft. But if you do, please. Do you feel the same way about that New York and Company stuff? Oh, New York and Company. First of all, Gabrielle Union. Nobody should be dressing themselves like Gabrielle Union. Eva Mendez, none of these bitches. Nobody should look like them. And that's why the hell they got style uh, collaborations with fucking New York and Company, who's on their last goddamn leg in every mall in America. This is their, like, Gabrielle Union, here. Those, Gabrielle and freaking Dwayne Wade want to be power couples so fucking bad. They look like stupid. Anyway. Whatever anyway, I can go on a tangent about them. Okay, we'll, we'll leave that alone. But I'm saying that you should question. not be wearing work attire <laughs> on Saturday. Take the fucking cardigan off. 
what, how, how do we get people to be cool and not go from substitute teacher to Cardi B? Because <laughs> that's, that's where they're at. There's no in between. I think um, that's, that's a very um, interesting question. I think the way to go from to transition from your work clothes <laughs> to your play clothes, for one, this is definitely the season of layering. So put on a little more if you want to you know, play around, put a cape on, and you put a blouse on, then you put on some cute work pants, and then you, you know, you just need to be able to take things off. I don't think it's necessarily about the... This is my work sweater, by the way. Which is great. But it's then I put this them... transition into lounging. Cause yes, because I... I put it in with, this is how I show up to the studio today. Exactly. Boom. I thought it'd be a little inappropriate to have my boobs out completely at the Pete's Coffee, so I wrapped it up. Right. But it also can be, lou- it can be, um... Chill clothes as well as well as um work clothes. Yeah. So it'll be yeah. on tomorrow. You, it comes in gray. <laughs> I have it in both colors. Which is great. That's a staple piece. That's definitely a piece that you need in your wardrobe. It's classic and it's gonna last forever. Obviously, is it kitten? Is it cash? Girl, this is twenty dollars <laughs> from H and M. I don't care what y'all okay, say about that H and M issue with black people, but I'm there. But okay, so I don't know. I think you know social media has definitely hit us with this um online world of shopping, and we it's a huge trend, and everyone's buying into it because they're brand ambassadors and they're you know supporters of all these different companies such as Fashion Nova, Pretty Little Things, all these companies that are pushing the sexy all day all night clothes and these women don't even necessarily have the jobs that we have the nine to five so you really can't wear half of the stuff that they're wearing um in the real world so i wouldn't i wouldn't necessarily say that those are pieces that need to be just hanging in your closet for you know you shouldn't just be shopping on fashion over just because you're like oh i'm looking for clothes for the the fall yeah that's that's not not where you need to be no if you know you're going to a specific something and it requires a little sexy, little flimsy piece of material from Fashion Nova, whether it be a top or whatever, then go for it. Go for it. If you want a swimsuit because Fashion Nova has tons of them and you're just kind of getting out of town for a trip with the girls, then great. That's a place to shop. But Fashion Nova is one of those... Your wardrobe should not be 75% Fashion no. Nova because your sleeves are going to fall off. Absolutely not. But their jeans are great. I will say that they have great jeans. I think they really um, accentuate women and they make us look really well. So I am I'm a fan of their jeans. That's about it. I can't really speak for any of their fall and winter stuff. I think it's not really it's not it's not smart to purchase a bunch of fashion over the Nova pieces. I think it's just not a good idea. Okay, what are your favorite pieces that you've invested in for fall? Fall favorite pieces. I have this theory plaid. Um, blazer that I cannot wait to wear. It retailed at five ninety five and I um lucked up on it and got it for like a hundred and thirty bucks. Can't wait to wear that. That's my, my Oh, fall. so you just bought it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um that's a piece that I'm gonna wear. Um I talked a lot about the mom jeans. I am still in search of the best pair of mom jeans. I am also loving in in the jean space um the high waist flare leg. I think those are awesome. I think that can kind of transition and carry out through the winter, through the spring as long as you buy a good pair. Free People has an amazing pair. Uh what else do I need to have in my closet? No, what are your absolute favorite pieces oh, that favorite you already have? That yeah. I already have. Oh, my leather jacket from mm-hmm. Topshop, which is a moto leather jacket. Um gonna wear that probably forever 
Um, what else? I have a vintage leather shirt that I just got that I cannot wait to wear. That's another fave piece. Um, hmm. What else? Favorite. Uh, oh, I just got this. I'm into sleeves now because sleeves is like trending. So I just got this black uh, blouse that has these really high puffy sleeves and they're dramatic and... I can't wait to wear that blouse somewhere. Okay, so those are, your, those are your favorite so those fall are pieces. So those are my few pieces that I'm really, like, excited about this fall. Okay. Yeah, definitely my leather jacket. kind of like, can't wait to pull that out and put it on I don't, I don't have everything. a leather jacket right now. I threw away the last one. Was it not? Um, it wasn't real. Oh, It wasn't okay. real. And yeah. I've, been, uh, I've been trying to decide between an All Saints jacket for, like, the last three years. All Saints has amazing Yeah. Pieces. They kind of, every, every, every jacket just... It's got one thing on it that I don't love. And with All Saints jackets, you have to buy them smaller than you truly are. Because yep. you wear into them. Yep. And so, um, I just haven't, I didn't bite the bullet. And there's a, another brand that I'm looking for. Because for a lot of leather jackets, they do the hardware in a silver. And I'm anti-silver. Mm -hmm. I wear gold hardware. Gold. So, there's a brand that actually has a matte black hardware. Mm -hmm. And so I don't have to commit to gold or not. Because I feel like gold with a leather, with a matte leather, and then a, a gold is a shiny gold. It just looks a little tacky. How do you feel about mixed metals? Because, you know, that's totally okay. I mean, I'm cool with it. I mean, I'm I'm okay with it. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. I feel like the traditional leather, um, mo motorcycle leather jacket is always silver. Yeah, it's always silver. Yeah. But I wear gold because gold goes best with my skin. So I just will, I mean, I'll wear it. But if I can get it in a, in a non- um, silver metal then yeah, okay fine i'd pr I prefer a matte black okay but yeah okay cool we good on fashion we are good on fashion i think we've given out all the trends and we've talked about some things that we enjoy so ladies make sure when you're out there shopping you're grabbing pieces that make sense for transition and for um purpose and not just one look and you're as tanise said kind of just stick to what you're inspired by this season and and go from there okay Have fun cool so there's there's that um that's that's a long that's a lot of the fashion talk so let me watch the clock on that but until the all right let's talk about single stuff right dating all that type of stuff before we get into this i want amy to give you her bio okay like mm -hmm. obviously her name is amy boom there you know now let's talk like age if you have a kid let's get this set this up so people can understand the perspective that you're coming from okay so I am 40, I am single, I am a black woman, I live in Washington, D.C., born and raised. Um, I have dated in this space, I mean this area, for, for as long as I've been dating. Um, I have a 23-year-old daughter, and um, yeah, okay, that's, that's me. All right, so... You know, these, like I said, Amy's a real friend, so we talk about all this dating type of stuff. When she came over here, I didn't drop some tea on her lap about my little dating life, blah, yes. blah, 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 blah. So, all right, first thing, it's fall. So keeping in this whole fall conversation, how do we, how, okay. So, you know, the cold weather, singleness thing, type of thing comes up where people feel like they have to have a rush to get the, the, the boyfriend. The cuffing season is a whole yes. thing. You're on this timeline. I personally would prefer a boyfriend in the summertime because that's what I'm giving my fucking looks. Like, if I'm giving you my short shorts, the cutoffs, the little uh, bikini tops, I want you to be like, oh, okay, look at me then. In the fall, I'm coming out with a champion sweat. 
I'm going to give you a beanie. My hair is probably going to be rubbing against the, the wool. It's going to be tore out. I'm not trying to be sexy in the wintertime. So it's, it's contradictory to what everybody else wants. Honestly, I think it's a we want a boyfriend all year round, right? That's well, maybe. That's the real preference here, right? Um, is to actually have, you know, someone in our lives regularly, you know, not just seasonally. <laughs> um. Not my glow-up season. If I didn't lost some motherfucking weight, y'all see these abs, I am single. Don't let me get a second oblique. Boop! I am, don't, go call me. I am oh unavailable if I get the second oblique to pop. Oh, gosh, he's in trouble with that. Because <laughs> it's coming! But, no, I think, what, I think, you know, yeah, having a boyfriend in the summer definitely lends itself to, like, so much more fun because you have all these outdoor cute little things that you can do. I think men are sometimes cheap, so they can kind of, you know, be a little bit more creative in their dating space out when it's um when it's the summertime that's of course great but yeah, in the wintertime has... you got to go from car to restaurant yeah there's no you can't even bs it you can't you can't go on an ice cream date don't let <laughs> nobody tell you they want to go get you ice cream ain't no fucking ice cream you can't eat no ice cream you got to go spend some real money you can't go stand out outside this no. is matter of fact this is a good point because this is this yeah. is where you to test people at yeah if they can really date they gotta date you in january yeah then they if have they... to like fly you different places <laughs> if you guys want to be warm they yes. have to spend some real money and, yeah you know, we ain't and... going on no picnic <laughs> now unless y'all live in like palm springs somewhere this part of the country oh no you got you can test a motherfucker in january right can you really pay like you wait if yeah. not yeah the truth comes out. It's going to be exposed. Mm-hmm. Catch their asses. So y'all should sit. Get your bodies right. Come out in January. Come out. Find a boyfriend in, um, in November. Well, no. Usually after Christmas is when men want to kind of get together. That's so sneaky. Because they kind of usually conveniently try to get past the holidays. So, um, <laughs> Ain't nobody they, asking they for They start real out stuff. in August like trying to be like boyfriends. And then my October and November when, when the um, holidays started. They started some beef. Yeah, they started a fight. You know, it's usually like the stupidest thing. Like, you know, I didn't want to come over your house tonight, and now you're like, okay, well, you know, it's too much pressure. And next thing you know, you like don't hear from them again until after New Year, and then they're like, hey, you. Um, so. <laughs> and that's when you put the full court press on that ass, right? You're like, where are we going to eat for real? Because right? we cannot eat a hot dog. <laughs> right. That's when you have to tell him, oh, you know, I don't want to eat in a different city altogether. And then you see what he says. Usually they'll run, but yeah. So, <laughs> transitionally, transitioning in from once from summer, um, if you're single, to the fall and winter, and this whole idea of having a winter boo and cupping season and being single, I think that, first and foremost, women need to be okay with being single. That's the first thing. None of us need to rush, because the winter sex you have is going to make summer babies. Keep that in mind. Okay, guys. Also, a note about that. Um, if you're my personal friend, I'm not coming anymore. Fucking baby showers. Okay? Uh, everybody should have the goddamn kids. After November, I got one on the deadline for November. And everybody should have the kids. Amy says she got 23-year-old Reagan over there not doing shit in her bedroom across the hall. She's 14. I'm not fucking coming. Y'all should have all the kids that you were supposed to have by now. Otherwise... This is you. You shouldn't. If you didn't have the kids because you were saving up for your career, boom! You should have the motherfucking coins. Don't invite our asses. We are tired. We're not coming anymore. Baby showers. Yeah, we're we're done not. With that. Nope. We're done you should with have that. the coins. Support your own. If she can't wear her Lady Gaga. Um, don't invite me. Don't, <laughs> don't invite me to nothing I cannot show you up in. If I got to come and be quiet in that, them pilgrim steppers, it's not the event for me. It's not the event for me because I will find a gown to show up at your shit. <laughs> like I'm here. 
I'm here. I got one more baby shower. Don't go making babies. That's a fault. That that is that is pimping done wrong. Player backwards. You have failed. You can't go out here and pimp somebody into some shit, and then you can end up with a busted up uterus. That is wrong. If you have a baby after you didn't went and made this man take you to RPM repeatedly all winter long, you lost, sis. You lost. You lost. Don't have no babies. Yeah, I, I, I don't think that's um something we need to be doing this one. I think we need to be making sure that, you know, we are practicing the right way to um enjoy these men in uh in the fall and winter and not laid up making bad decisions that we're gonna be paying for for eighteen years. <laughs> Next. Kind of you know, so next, next, um, what was their next question? Oh, Sorry. yes. Okay. So a little off topic a little bit. So that's the cold weather singleness type of thing. So let's just talk. Okay. Before we get into that, let's take a break and then restart this back up. Okay. We're back. Um, we also now both have wine. Yes. Nice. This is really good. We need it for this topic. Yeah. And we might need more. Time is fresh. We got another, we're, we're clean slate here. Dating situation. Washington, D.C. What is the demographic of men that you're dating? Like, again, bio the men. Age range, professions. Do you have a preference? Yeah. Okay, let's go. Um, What's your preference? So I prefer to date men who are between... Uh, actually, I've kind of upped my age. Between 40 and um, 60. Okay. Yeah. They, um, of course, need to be established. I 60 is new. Yeah. I kind of push it up a little bit because I'm seeing that... The maturity rate in men is is it's not happening. In yeah, the we 40s. were told it was thirty. Yeah, I don't. Until they get to thirty, <laughs> right? So, and then it's not. Yeah. And then it's not even forty. No. So I'm 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 moving up a little bit. I'm I'm gonna be um, uh um open minded to seeing what's out there as far as um older men. So yeah, so that's the age range. Um. What was I'm sorry, I missed I forgot your other question. Do you have like a, a a preference in terms of like not I guess I would say profession, but like no I industry don't that these guys type to. of move in? I don't want to salary caps. You know, no, that type of thing. Okay, so I would love an established man. Um I like to date men who um can I can take to my office party, so I like corporate men. I'm not a big blue-collar girl, so I'm not really wanting to date men in the blue-collar space. I like white-collar men. Um, entrepreneurs are great because I think they have great flexibility when it comes to dating. Until everything becomes about their job. Yes. Dun, 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 dun. yes. When, when, they, when they have secured things and gotten things at a level you know even playing field then they can kind of be a little bit more flexible. when is that it's, it's it happens some men really get well you know get get in their space and they really do well and they get to a point where things are kind of just really stable so they kind of can play a little bit i mean of course if you i don't want to be with them while they're building i want them to have already had it they're already <laughs> built and now we're dating so yeah, you don't want to be in with them shooting in the gym no i don't want to be in the trenches i'm good on that like that's I why you're wanna... dating 60 year olds yes. and they should also have an ex-wife that and 30 year old kids that too so then they're they're not asking me okay so that's, that takes us of course and to my next thought um or a dead i wife. don't want to have children so any more children okay so I want to date men, obviously, who either don't want them, but I find them to be a little selfish. So I think men should have kids. 
Um, but they should be adult kids, so I don't have to play like I want to be somebody's stepmom because that's really I, not I don't want to do it either. Yeah, so um, I prefer to have adult children and don't want any more children. Um, I want men. I like to date men who are well traveled and who like to enjoy life. So that's kind of what I'm looking for. Someone that is well-spoken, that is looking to just enjoy himself, more laid back. He can actually not even have a damn social media. Yeah, that would be be so cool. I like guys who have, who don't have, like, a social media presence Mm -hmm. heavily Mm -hmm. on every single platform. Mm -hmm. I'm okay with the Facebook thing, because I think that encourages more conversation. Yeah. Instagram, I'm not really into a man that's, like, looking down at the ground, wearing fucking (laughs) outfits. You know, if you're trying to be, like sexier than me it's probably kind of not gonna work work. and i'm like what are you doing on instagram other than taking pictures to be cool unless you have like a you're like a chef or you have like a fitness business or something to that is that yeah you know but otherwise if you're just like posing to be like sexy and taking selfies in the car no like i'm not i don't want to i don't want to look at it Mm-mm. I don't want to look at it. I think you're super wacky if you start filtering your photos mm. as a guy. Like, that's a very feminine oh, thing. Yeah. Men who are filtering photos, men who are on there making captions that are like um, fucking quotes. Bitch, if you don't men get all of this. Men who are capitalizing every letter. <sighs> can you spell? <laughs> and why is your grammar off? Like, Instagram is, is, is the new um, APA. Yeah. Like, we can figure out. If you went to any type of learning institution in the United States of America, like, why is everything capitalized? Why are you always looking off in the distance? Right. right. Who's taking this photo, actually, also? <laughs> Who did you con into this? And, and then they're they're crossing over into, it's it's cheesy. So then you're coming across, so if I meet you in real life, and then I see you go post a picture where you're, like, sitting on your couch with a glass of wine, and you literally, like, crossed your legs and put up this whole caption that you thought of and you're like (laughs) sitting having a glass like it's just now I don't even what I saw in real life versus what I'm now seeing on your social media has turned me all the way off and I'm about to take you out the running because I just think now you're just like a cornball so now I've, I've already got myself this whole different perspective of this person because now he went from being Real life cool. You know what's like funny? I was talking to one of my goofy. I was talking to one of my guy friends. His name is Marquise. Hey Marquise, he listens to every episode and he'll be like, Hi, Marquise. Yeah, he's there. So we we're talking about girls on Instagram and how um uh filtered photos are right now. Mm-hmm. And so he'll be out looking at women and he's like, Yo, literally no one looks the same anymore. And he's like, Women do not look how they look on Instagram. I'm like, Marquise, everybody filters every fucking thing. And he likes you know, younger girls who have this Instagram look or whatever. And so, yeah, they're overly filtered. But what I think is funny is how men gravitate towards the pages where girls, everybody looks like they've got the, they've got the Instagram look, they've got the, the lips and they've got the same weave in and they've got Mm -hmm. the same body and Mm -hmm. they've looking off into the distance or the ground. They've got the same outfits on. Everybody is somehow sponsored by Fashion Nova. They've got all this type of stuff, but men are like drooling. Right. Mm -hmm. And they think that that is like some elevated thing. And then they meet you in real life. And then you're like, they're like, Oh, your makeup was fucked. (laughs) And then, cause he said that to me today, he met some girl and her makeup was fucked up. (laughs) And I'm like, yeah, well, she had a filtered photo. Like, why didn't you? Anyway, so, but I think that's Did he one... meet her originally via IG? Or, like, Twitter or something. But some yeah. some photo. Okay. So, so 
what men look at these women and they're like, oh my God, like she's this cool person. And then they also value like the amount of likes and the attention that this girl's getting online to like how much harder it would be to reach her. And it's like a success pinnacle yeah. if they get to her and she's got like 25,000 followers. And if she's talking to you, mm-hmm. then you know, whatever. So they value that. But women on the other hand, like somehow don't even look at their man on Instagram. And you were like fucking whack if you have an Instagram page. <laughs> it's so And weird. if you put up something, you're like, and it, and it doesn't come across cool. It's like, you're a whole Bama. Like I was talking to one of my girlfriends recently and she was talking about how like, and I hope she, maybe she might listen to her on that phone. But anyway, um, she's talking about how like her husband at home is a whole completely different dude than he is online she's like he's living like a double life or having like some sort of midlife crisis you know that's what most people are doing but has she yeah. told him that no she's just like i haven't mentioned it to him but amy she's like he just bought a new car and he's like you know flexing oh he's super order. flossy but on that instagram home, he's like i'm not tripping off this car so it turns into this like are you being real with me or are you being real online she's trying to figure out where this man is in his head because she's like this is not the same guy that i'm married to that's online but she also does not follow him because she's like i can't watch it yeah i don't like, follow the men that i've dated online yeah she's like it's in fact i end cheesy. up getting deleted from right. they all delete me. Oh, well i have a rule as far as dating and they all and, delete me and instagram and online and all that stuff i don't want to follow the person i'm dating yeah I'm and not i don't interested. want them to follow me Mm-mm. i think that it for one it it, although it's a glimpse, I think people are very, um, once you become intimate, once you develop feelings, I think people become, um, feel like they're entitled to know what you're doing, where you're doing it, and how you're doing it. And so when you don't share things with them and then you don't, maybe you don't respond to a text and then all of a sudden they see you post a picture. Oh, you're on. I don't want to have to deal with that. Yeah. Like I don't have to answer to anybody unless I'm ready to. So let's keep those separate, those two lives separate. Yeah, I do the same thing, but I think I have a online persona that is like a little bit more like um a little not a little bit more like a lot bit more um <clears throat> especially on Facebook. I it's rapid fire. Like I say whatever I want to say yeah, on Facebook and but in per fire. yeah, and so like I've literally been blocked from like three people on. <laughs> and I'm like, this is good. These this are is guys good. that you've dated. Yeah, I've either been I've either been deleted or blocked. <laughs> Or like or hidden, so, so and they'll tell me like I've been the one guy I dated. He was like, I, I hid you from my profile. I can't see it because it's too much, and he was it was messy. The last the most recent one fucking deleted me. I just like <laughs> okay, this is this is a good place to be because like you're jumping on my shit. You're saying yeah. stuff you don't really understand my audience over yeah. here. You're you're just it's, it's crazy. And I'm a little bit more rapid fire. And in real life, I would take more of you know your opinions into consideration. And when I'm saying stuff on Facebook, it's normally for a response. It's not really. I mean, there's there's like ninety percent truth to it, ten percent storytelling. Yeah. And like in real life, like j- just just stay away. Yeah. I think it's I think it's healthy to have a um to have separate pages and to not follow. I mean, not separate pages, but to not follow each other. But then there are some couples who, you know, do well at um, at blending their social media life with their real life. So shout outs to all of the people who can, who manage it well. And then also the folks that feel like they want to keep that separate until, you know, necessary. Yeah. Okay. Well, I've been pretty transparent on this podcast for the last 27 episodes about my dating life. It started off with a dating situation. Obviously, yes. blah, 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 blah. It's been the same motherfucker that. the whole time. So, care to share what's going on in your current dating space? Is there anybody? Are there any prospects? Are you like in the DM? Hmm. I, I I have some 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 uh, prospects or potentials rather. 
um, in real life and in, in, in the DM. Um, my dating life has not been exciting lately. Honestly, I think, um, the single men... So, but when you say exciting, is exciting mean consistent or does this mean like you're doing like whirlwind level things and you're getting like swept off your feet and you're doing all these no. like cavalier activities? So, the exciting is the wrong word. Let's say my dating life has not been much to really like, um, brag about. How about that? Um... <laughs> 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 what I am finding, and I don't know if everyone else out there who is single is having these same um, conversations or same um, frustrations, but what I am finding is the single available men are available in the sense, in the word, but not emotionally available. Oh, yeah. So you're getting Everybody these needs men... to talk. What is that little online therapy that comes on the commercials? Yeah. <laughs> talk now or something like that everybody needs a fucking account yeah so you're, you're i'm meeting you know some really great guys but they're not um emotionally available and they're not dealing with their shit so they are really coming into these friendships and you know these dating relationships with the idea that um they're going to be as inconsistent in your life as they are in their own for in certain areas so it's really like a, it's a it's annoying. So cause you're kind of always stopping and starting. So for me, I'm not dating anyone specifically right now. Um, I have a few guys who I think are really great guys, but I just have not really seen them show up yet in the in the friendships. It's early, so stay tuned. The inconsistency thing is um, is a point, and I think women always want men to be consistent, and I yeah. think. Um, <clears throat> men struggle with understanding even what that even means but mm-hmm. i think it's i think it's weird because i don't think it i think people purposely become inconsistent and they allow themselves to do that in the dating space like if you look at what these men are doing they are consistent in every other aspect of their lives if you're picking you know if you're dating men who are good type of dudes and are not like ground level men mm-hmm. these men understand consistency they consistently show their ass up to work yeah they do. They consistently show up for their kids' yeah. football team. Yeah, but you know what I've learned with this? How I've been approaching, and I, and I encourage all single women to to kind of take this approach. I think it's really going to help all of us universally, like kind of help these men to get out of their comfort zones with that. Because of course they need us. They can't do anything without without us. At the end of the day, they're not going to date themselves, and without us, they they're just going to be single. And that's not really what they want. They all want companionship. So what I've learned to do is. Call them out. Call them out on their shit. You're not doing this. You're not doing that. This does not work for me. I am going to bail on this friendship. And if they don't somehow take that into consideration because they really care and they want to change, then that ain't the do for you. But I don't think that... I think a lot of the times we're walking away and ghosting and leaving these friendships and not really having clear understandings for who was responsible for what... I think it makes sense to let these guys know, as well as them, if they feel they got an issue with us, what the problem was and why this is, um, why we're dissolving this relationship. Hmm. Okay. Um. All right. So no prospects. Right. Mm-mm. Not not a ton. This will be a very um, uh, chill winter, fall and winter. Have you ghosted somebody before? Oh, most definitely. Why do you do that? Because I think that's the meanest thing on earth. 
I stopped though, but I did use the ghost. I think ghosting was easy because I did not want to hurt anyone's feelings. I think that it, yeah. Have you seen the show now? They have a show about it on MTV. It is like. I saw the preview. (laughs) I have not watched it, but I think, I mean, of course it hurts for people. People need to know why they're, you know, what happened. Um, yes, I have ghosted. I think that at one point I wasn't mature enough to just say, I'm just not interested or this is not working because of X, Y, Z. So yes, I have ghosted people, but I I would not do that going forward. I think it's necessary and healthy and it helps people for the next experience to tell them what did not work for you. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. And then going into fall, ladies, just remember that you can date yourself too. You know, it's fun to date and dating. I love dating personally. I think I might be a little bit more of a dater and not a committed person. Really? Maybe I just can't commit and just like the date. Yeah, I think I really like the date. Um, I'm, I haven't really figured out my head as far as that's a good that's a good thing because I think women. Um, I think women, like I was talking to Marquise again, like cultural. Um, cultural standards is that Mm -hmm. you know we're taught in america that you know the pinnacle of a relationship is marriage and so like if you don't get there like you should always be aspiring to get there yeah and so a lot of women feel like you know they they're they won't be honest with themselves and saying i'm a date i mean you got i i think i've talked about this plenty of times on this podcast before of like women who didn't even want kids but they felt like they had to have a kid because that was a societal pressure. Right. Same thing with relationships where you feel like, okay, I need to be in a relationship and maybe you don't really want to be in a relationship. But then as a woman, you get, you know, the the double standard applied to you. If you're like that type of thing, you're not the bachelor. But even still, I mean, I've, I think I've come across a couple bachelors in my space that didn't even want to say that I'm a bachelor. Mm-hmm. They just, you know, they played the game. Instead of being, like, very upfront with, like, look, I have no intentions of ever being in a relationship. That's not my thing. Here's, I, I'm I'm here to experience for a good time, not a long time. And yeah. you experience me, and then you move on to whomever you want to move on to. Yeah. So I think even men get caught up in that whole notion that they should be pretending to give you, like, the boyfriend experience or the girlfriend experience or whatever that is. So I think it's, I think it's, like you know, a little breaking that you're able to say, maybe I'm not a relationship person. Maybe I just want to date yeah. exclusively. And maybe I don't, maybe I won't, if I don't even want to get married. Maybe if I, let me say this, I'm not against marriage. I think marriage is amazing. I would love to be married, but I also know that I struggle with commitment as far as wanting to look at the same person forever. Like that thought kind of sometimes just does not sit well in my, in my head. I can't really wrap my head around it. And I also know that, um, I don't aspire to date, I mean, marry every guy that I meet. I know that's very unrealistic. And some people are not... Yeah, I think a lot of people try to put that... Yeah, that... So unless there's, like, a huge red flag that a woman, like, it triggers for them, like, if she doesn't get, like, bopped upside the head, for real, she will really try to move this man into marriage material every single time. And I'm like, what are you even seeing? And why do you think the universe has conspired to to your benefit to bring every fucking man to make him your husband? Like, it's... Okay, girl. It's unrealistic. I mean, I think there are we're gonna cross paths with so many people in our lives that every man ain't your husband. Is every time you meet a guy online or on all these different uh, dating websites that you're not going to be, you're not, 
you're not going to go on a date, this magical date, and this is, oh my God, this is my husband, now it's time to just move forward. No, some people are literally for that experience. Some people may just be for six months. Some people may be for, I don't know, something else, some sort of lesson that you're supposed to learn in life. Um, if you're going to get married, that person's going to be out there. However, they're going to come into your life. It's going to all manifest. I don't think that you have to be out here trying to figure it out and figure it out by a certain age. I think we should just take off the, off the pressure and just enjoy life. And then if that man does come, then great, there's marriage. But if I, what I don't necessarily see is I can't say with any of my exes that they would have been the husband that I would have wanted to have. Like, I think that they are good people, but not my husband. If you were to get married, do you think you want to have like a traditional marriage? No. What does your marriage look like? Well, traditional in the sense of what? Let me ask you that. I mean, you know, like like you have a house and then you guys both have a car and you come to the driveway and you have to go to the grocery store. Absolutely not. No, I don't want to be the traditional wife where I'm like cooking dinner every day and he's going to work and we're driving, we have a picket fence and this. No, let's live in like a fly condo, like in the middle of New York City somewhere where we get like our dry cleaning done and then, you know, downstairs under the concierge, we drop it off and we get our groceries shipped in and we have these lives where we're kind of like always in our suitcases and just, I don't need the tradition. I don't want him thinking that by six o'clock dinner is going to be on the stove and then we're going to come and have this like amazing conversation about our days and then we're going to go have sex and go to bed. You guys can have that. I'm good. (laughs) I'd rather have like uninhibited, like, you know, sex where we're kind of just like up against the window and, you know, like it's lights outside and it's people walking down the street. Like, just give me something out. I just not ordinary. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm not going to be at Lowe's. Yeah, you know, I don't want to I'm not going to be at Lowe's unless I am getting stuff to replant plant my pots. I'm not doing shit for your lawnmower. In fact, don't even move me into any place right. I have a lawnmower. Exactly. That's not, right. I'm an apartment person. I am not, I'm, yeah. I'm not going to be in a house. I don't want to do any of that type of stuff. I definitely appreciate no, the money that want... I've been involved with. Know that I'm not going to the grocery store. Don't come over here looking for no motherfucking food. <laughs> Like if I know food, we're gonna go out. We're gonna go out. No, sub- and I'm gonna no give suburbs. you one of these Lady Gaga outfits. Right? Yeah, no suburbs. Like I want to be able to put a look on and go somewhere, and we walk down the street and we get an Uber. Like I don't need all that um suburban life where we're like we don't have kids, we don't have dogs, we don't have anything that we need to kind of like be out in the outskirts. We don't have to worry about schools. So yeah, okay. I totally would like the, an untraditional marriage. Do you have any funny dating stories? <laughs> Oh, um, funny dating stories. Or like ridiculous ones. I mean, obviously, can episode re- one on this one. Can you one. remember any of mine? Because um, I, I can't off the top of my I mean, maybe, head, the, I maybe the, the most recent one where the guy was like, um, you know, taking solicited polls on Instagram, whether or not, um, what was he doing? Matter of fact, I saw him on Bumble. Oh, oh gosh, that guy. Okay, so yeah. <laughs> so guys, I have a question. I saw him on Bumble. <laughs> I was not surprised. So okay, guys, really quick, I'll make this. I'll make this long story short. So I met this guy uh, through a friend. She's like, oh, I want to introduce you to this guy. He just moved here, um, and aesthetically, physically, not my type. But I am trying to be open. I think you like pretty people. I do. I don't like pretty people. I like. I don't necessarily like pretty guys, but I like. I like pleasing to the eye a little that's bit pretty <laughs> that's but pretty not, take the pretty off what are you talking about pretty makes you think that they're like you no, know we know what pretty men look like i always have said i like men who look like they can fuck a 
chop down a cherry tree. Like, I don't, I don't like I need men. a rugged looking man. No, this like, is, please have some fucking I, hair on your but, face. But I also don't have to have a guy who is like a look. He can be regular. So he just can't be the opposite of that. Like, <laughs> what? All the way, like, not something you so want to look at. So he was not my type. Let's just say that. He was not the type of guy I would necessarily date. Did you have a haircut? He did have a haircut. Yeah, I think. So, she's so not nice, guys. I am trying to not talk about how he looks physically. I'm trying to get you to describe what it looks like. I mean, I... He was short. He had like a round... You're short. He might be shorter than... I don't want to be eye level. I'm only 5'2". So, I don't need... We don't need to be eye level. I think that's weird. I think that you can't protect me. It's... We look like children. I already look younger than my age. This doesn't work. I need a man. So he didn't really look like a man to me. He looked like well, a, so that's okay to say that you. So do you have a, like a height thing? Like a, can you date men that are six feet? You probably should start in South Carolina and South. I tried. I love men South. that are six feet. I thought that was. I felt like I felt protected. I thought yeah, I like men that are taller. These okay. little guys, I'm kind of over them. Okay. So anywho, the funny story is he. We went on three dates. I then decided because I think it takes about three dates to decide if you do or do not like somebody I think fairly you can make a decision at that point we went on three dates I decided I did not want to go out with him after a very awkward kiss and um a grandma kiss you described it as a grandma kiss like kiss your kids off at school type yeah awkward so just lip to lip to lip to lip so yeah, four and lips had this touching smacking each other. like Mwah, that was really weird at the end and I just the whole thing was weird. How he had tried to embrace me, he didn't really know how to go in for it. So was the noise caused by his actual lip, or was it the extra sound <laughs> that he caused? I mean, I'm trying to get the details for the for he the, put he, the, the listeners here. So he, he put, made the yeah, sound. Yes, he put the grandma. He said, "Mwah." Yes, yes. I was like, "Wow, that was that okay." Was, well, uh, not gonna make the kiss any better. You said he was from the Midwest, so maybe that's what they do. Uh, that's the first guy I've dated. I can't really bound. I can't. Yeah, that's what they do. So go ahead, know. put that on it. Okay, so maybe that's the Midwest thing. He needs to stop it, I think, going forward. Especially if he's on Bumble, he should probably, you know, go practice kissing or something first. Anyway, so that was weird. Um, After that, I just kind of made a decision I didn't want to date him anymore. So he went on to social media after kind of begging a lot, a lot of begging. There was a lot of begging. There was a lot of negotiating texts, a lot of... um. <laughs> invitations to FaceTimes. He sent me, like, real invitations that he created. How do you invitate? Uh, invitate? How do you invite create, someone to FaceTime? He used the template and created a, a whole FaceTime. Te- um, like, through the calendar? Yes. I don't know. No, he created a template. It was like a, like a, um, image. An attachment. He sent it in the text. Like a Canva? Like, he made it as, like, a poster? Like, a, through an app? Yes. And it oh. said, Amy and his name, FaceTime date at 7 p.m., do you accept or not? Something like, like a, almost like a, remember back in the day when we were in school and you, the boy writes you a note, will you be my boyfriend? Yes or no? Mm-hmm. It was kind of like that. But it was, um, of course, now tech savvy world type of, yeah. Anyway, it's weird. Some of us are a little Romeo. It would have been romantic if I liked him. And me, it's still not been. Might have been, but like, you really took the time to do this. You know, nothing else better to do, but whatever. Okay. That's getting off the point, guys. He he was doing a lot of um trying to get back into my life after I was very open and honest with him about not wanting to date him any longer. Um, the funny part of this story is he went on to 
social media after I told him that I was not interested in him. And he did a poll about <laughs> it. Asking people, is it fair to just basically not want to date somebody that is really into you and you haven't given them a fair shot? And he's asking people this question and he's posing it of course in a way so he can get the responses that he wants and he did it for like two days straight and he's getting all these answers and then he's sending so what were some of the answers from women not about men so well you know you can't say you you can't tell who's responding you just see the response right um what i took to be from women were that they were saying um oh you know you should give someone um if you're not oh one of the women said if you're not interested it probably didn't wouldn't have taken three days to figure it out she said usually you don't you'll know you know immediately that you're not interested in somebody so she should not have went on that many dates with you if she knew she didn't like you um another girl said that she would have hung in there a little longer just to see maybe if something changed. Um, he had a variety of responses. I think people really were kind to trying to spare his feelings. I think, but I think that goes to show that this is a very like um, um, patriarchal driven society to where this man even thought that he could ask this question. And like, no one is entitled to smile at you. No one's entitled to shake your hand. No one's entitled to be your friend. And they certainly aren't entitled to date you. And just the whole man-driven society that gives men this, like, the audacity to think that, you know, they are supposed to be given a chance because they're being nice or just because they're men or because of anything is crazy to me. And then the fact that he went on there and nobody checked him, like, yo, wait a minute. Especially another man, right, who has some type of awareness onto this space. Like, hey, you look super stupid for asking this type of question because no one has to give you any amount of time in order to validate whether or not they should be moving forward. Like, this is insane that you even think this way. And I think a lot of men, like, get in arguments. Um, There's a lot of... talk about this type of behavior specifically on Facebook and these groups and all that stuff, which is like the whole like nice guy syndrome and men who feel like they're nice. So they ought to be given chances to date women. And they, you know, they've got this cry baby thing where they feel like a lot of women have the issues that they have in dating because we're always seeking out the bad boy and all this other type oh, of stuff and not going towards to the, the good guy. So when I broke it off, he said, so you just want to be out here playing around or something to insinuate that I was going to be hoeing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh. No, that's that's the total good boy like thing. That's their whole claim to fame. It's all over Facebook. Like, this is what men who literally play video games talk about. So they take jabs about. like that yep. because they are now... This is exactly what they do. Their ego is bruised. That's exactly what they do. So they, they think that because... Like they're nice and they feel like they're they're nice and so you should be because you want to be rescued with the nice guy who's treating you right who's not cheating on you who doesn't have all these outside children blah 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 and when you are you are completely possessed obviously and so you've elected to date somebody else but that somebody else is not a fellow nice person who just had more style or is more in tune with you who you vibe more it has to be this bad boy who got you completely under this trance mm-hmm. and you're completely wrapped into and then they say and that's why you're here where you're at speaking of which it's funny because 
Yeah, I got that too. Yeah, That's I was watching. You're... You know that new sh- that um the what is the show on the OWN Network? The the love. A little dating show. No, not that one. They got the dating show where, like, Nephew Tommy runs it. Oh, yeah, Ready to Love. Yeah, so they got a new season. It came on last night, right? So one of the guys, I was watching it. You missed it, Mm -hmm. you said? So I was watching it, and one of the guys that was a contestant on there, he eventually got voted off the first night. But he he was that token nice guy. He's talking all this stuff. And he was saying, I don't know, he was saying some rhetoric about... This is the reason why the women are here because they don't want the nice guy. And I'm like, but you're here too. And so it's like this whole thing where like they think that women are single. Okay, let me back up. Nice men think that women are all single because we have picked the bad boy who played the hell out of us. And the reason why we remain single is because we will not by any purpose choose them i.e the nice guy the safe guy whatever and it's not and they never feel to realize that maybe we're not connected to you or maybe because you're not cool or because you don't have a vibe or because you also are ugly or because you are poor or because you are any other aspect all they know is they are nice and that they have never cheated in their life and they've applied that across the 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 span of their dating situation like they don't think anything else it could be a factor and that that totally is this guy because he tried this nice card, and he's and he takes his jazz and says, "Okay, so that's why you're basically single and you're forty. Yeah. And you're gonna be out here dating." And he's before. fucking single and forty two. And, and and not only that, like I did not like you. I did not not like the nice part of you. I liked the fact that, that you were nice. I was attracted to that. That's what kept me in there three dates in. It was the fact that I just was not attracted to you. I did not like things about you that I felt I want to enter a relationship and nothing to do with the nice part of him I think he is a very nice guy and I think like you said they are so wrapped up in that I'm a good guy I'm a good guy and men can't see women don't know how to see that that they take the focus off that you just might be hella boring or yeah. just whack and I just might and this not. guy was a super cornball yesterday yeah. And he was the first one to get voted off. And then he's like, I'm going to go find my queen. Well, you should That's what you were on queen. here doing. And that, that word is annoying. <laughs> don't call me that. Yeah, I'm not like, that woke. Yeah, you're not doing the kings and queens I don't, I don't thing? Be, no. Don't queen me. Don't sweetheart me. Don't sweetie me. Keep those. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I hate queen. Sorry to all the queens out there. <laughs> don't like it. I don't know. That's just that word. It irritates me. Yeah, I think it's like a it's a it's a buzzword. It's popular right now. People are using mm-hmm. it as a salutation to come off as like look, I see you. I'm putting you on this little pedestal. I'm going to I'm going to finesse the fuck out right. of everything that I say after this. Right. But come on, Nefertiti. Right. Get on this ride. I'm about to play you like everybody else that called you by your regular name, but Hey, Queen. Exactly. (laughs) They got to finesse everything for that point on, but try to. Don't call me that. Don't try to be super woke. I don't like it. Um, Yeah, you're right. And I think, you know, even with like these whole dating shows and all the stuff that we have out here, all these different tools we have out here to facilitate these relationships and to get these relationships going and started, um, I just think that it's really not going to work like that. It ain't gonna work like that. Like we're all gonna run into the person we're supposed to be with, and we all may have some of us already have. So I think we can go out here and try to mastermind and manifest and and control and intervene in this process, and really doesn't work that way. Yeah, no, not. I don't know where people are meet running into their into their partners. Girl, so I go from I, it, garage to garage. It's not, every the, day. it's not the 
the grocery store and the gas station like it used to be back in the day. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm 40, so, you know, you used to be able to just walk down the street or go in the grocery store, and the guy's like, hey, hey, hey. You can walk down the street in Philadelphia. I don't really like Philly. No, I don't like Philly either. I'm not a fan of Philly, but you can definitely walk down the street and get, you know, still hollered at by the, yeah, by the, 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 the tow truck drivers. Philadelphia is, like, notorious well, for towing guys, here, I think they're too cute to even speak. Oh, they won't speak. They, they won't speak. I will never get spoken to in the street. I, yesterday, I was, so ironically, guys, really quick, um, I was in a club last night, and of course, it's HU homecoming, so every man in the city was out. That what was, club was that? Oh, I care not to share. Okay. Um, don't think you care to know. <laughs> about but the one it, they're awful. Um, and this guy is like standing behind me. He keeps saying, "Excuse me, excuse me." Was he going somewhere? <laughs> Do you need no. to walk by, sir? I was like, I, I mean, "Am I in your way?" And he goes, "No, I'm trying to get your attention." I was like, oh, "Well, why didn't you just say hello?" And then he goes, "Why didn't you say hello to me?" Drink, please. Uh, we're moving out of here. What did you turn around? Was this a kid? It must have been. It was a whole grown man that was wearing a blazer and some 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 Gucci loafers. He was dressed really nice, and I'm just like, "How old are you?" And he said, "I'm 38." And I was like, "What are you doing?" And he was like, "What do you mean? What am I doing?" He's like, "I'm trying to put a smile on your face." Like, "Oh, you got not lines. saying excuse like, he's me. Like, you just got lines." Yeah, he like, just rehearsed he, this coming stuff. All, yeah, like he was he was building up his courage the whole time. I guess standing back there, he's like, "Okay, I don't know what to say. I'm just gonna say excuse me." And then he's like, "Okay, after that, I'm gonna have like these lines." And then he comes with the whole, "I'm trying to put a smile on your face. I'm trying to make you laugh." And I'm like, "Oh, you're being annoying right now. You're being weird and annoying. And this is not how you um." how you have a dialogue with someone i think you can just be normal and then he goes at the end of this conversation do you have a business card I said, do people this must have been park <laughs> that's what she was at park at 14th because that's who the that's where they trade business cards at it is the wackest shit if you're not from washington dc don't go don't try to you don't get romanced into going there we got this jerk chicken wings and macaroni and cheese at happy hour like literally they go in there with the women wear fucking flat shoes this had to be park i know it there's it only ozios same thing same thing who asked for a business card and then he says i'm searching around in my pocket to see if i have why a... would you have a business card on on a saturday night you shouldn't even be sir this is recreation <laughs> who has a business card you don't even have a business card how much you searching for one you know you didn't put one in your goddamn saturday night blazer <laughs> oh honey and it then what am i gonna do email you <laughs> i mean what are we doing i was like don't you have a phone on your person right now? I mean, who's out here in these streets without a cell phone? And he Airdrop has- me. Who's out here with a business card? If I look fucking crazy emailing you, Donald.Thompson nice at meeting uh, you. DepartmentOfDefense.com, <laughs> it was such a treat to bump into you in the dark. I'm not sure what you look like, Donald, but would you like to go to lunch at Starbucks? Because I'm sure you're motherfucking cheap. Like, who's doing that? I was just like, I'm not interested. Oh, he probably you 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 have a hex on you. I'm sure you didn't walk I'm out with sure that ponytail. That he like <laughs> yank your fucking hair out the back of your head. I'm sure he ah. said, um, why? Because I said a business card, and I said, uh, no, I'm just not. He said, oh, do you have a man? I said, no. It does, no. and that's another thing. Men only yes. think that they are. You know, they measure themselves by other men. No, I am single. I'm probably not have sex in a very long time. I like you for you. 
Yeah. It has nothing to do in comparison to another man. They only feel like they can compare where mm-hmm. it comes to man mm-hmm. standard. Mm-hmm. I was know? like, absolutely not. I'm single. And he was like, oh. I just so, don't like you. I'm just not interested. You know, it would be so funny if women told the truth to men the same way. Because men have, you know, forever. You know, I have, I'm like flat ass. I've never had one. Don't have hips, whatever. All I can give is this one <laughs> oblique. And I mean, this is what it is. That's why I spend so much time on this fucking fluffy hair. Like, let me distract your ass with this shit around. Like, I don't have no ass. It's fine. The people that I've slept with, then they're, they're not going to... I'm not going to back shit up. I don't have anything to fucking back up. Let me sit oh on top. That's all I give your ass. You can like, I can, get, I can give you a visual because I got boobs in your face. That's the visual right there. But, like, all that back... Like, listen. Look, I'm being very clear. But you know how the men... Men have the audacity, again, to have these physical preferences and be fucking vocal about them. I mean, a little dick man will tell you that he needs a big ass. Sir, you can't do anything with a big ass. I'm the perfect bitch for you because you can't <laughs> even get in here. But they will tell you, oh, I have this, you know, I like a woman that look like this. And I'm like, the fucking nerve. Yeah. But they're vocal about it. Yeah. And so they don't... Why like, don't we do that? I don't know. You should start telling people you're ugly. I'm not I'm attractive because you're... No, and not even tastefully. Yeah. You are unattractive and you showed up here in a bad outfit and your haircut is a little buzz to the left and it's not hot. It's not hot. Oh and I think God. they would be so... The playing field would be... Because hum- men are not humble. They think that they are at least 10 steps you know, sexier mm-hmm. than what they really are. Women are out here having to, like, catfish men by putting all these filters on. Like, regular-looking women are now having to, like, you know, auto-tune their bodies on mm-hmm. Instagram and all this stuff. And I'm like, wait a minute. You look great. And these men are not auto-tuning their dick. They're not sure. They're showing up with a bear, a beer belly and little penises and having the, again, audacity to have a fucking physical requirement from your ass. Yep. All Wait a minute. I'm a good crazy. look for you. I'm actually better than I have upgraded your whole entire aesthetic. How dare you ask me to have anything? Sir, anything. Uh, I don't ask, you know, a number one question, guys, and this is a tip. I've stopped asking men on dates, what's your type? Oh, you were asking people that? What was their type? Instagram girls? No. And, you know, like, you know, it's kind of like one of those questions you meet guys for the first time and you're talking to them or you go on a date and you guys start just kind of uncovering. <laughs> I'm going to mess around and say ugly men. So you like, here with me. What? I think you ugly. <laughs> like, oh, so what type of women do you usually date? Don't ask that question anymore. What are they yeah. saying? I've never oh, asked anybody I, that well, question. They'll be like, well, you mean physically or do you mean, um, you know, uh, just <laughs> Sir, whatever comes out of your mind. And then they say like, oh, well, physically, you know, I'm, I'm a... I'm a, um I'm a curves man, I'm a ass man, or I'm a boobs man. Meanwhile, they have like, no meanwhile, fucking they butt. They look a mess. Yeah. So it's like that question really shouldn't it should just be not brought to that dating experience. I don't think that's what out. their preference is in terms of real life dating. I think that's what their like playboy pinup like childhood and they, they thing can't is. attain that because you don't even look you don't look it. like anything that those women would look like yeah look at no you have like you don't have any type of body like your chest is uh you know you, you you're it's not good you're regular you're regular and that's okay. but men don't know but... that they're regular they think they are fucking sexy like they don't know that they're regular they show up in a fucking dad jean with a flat ass like with you a should dad bod. with a dad bod and i mean like no ass like look like you you did a squat like football <laughs> players look they have a butt you know what i'm saying like have 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 proportion so I dated this guy for six months who had a dad bod. Um, <laughs> his body was really bad. Um, on top of the fact that it was a dead body, it was really pale. So it, like needed some sun, and it was so just like white. So it was not good. Um, and I kind of and I dealt with that. 
I think I dealt with it because he was really humble. I think he knew that his body was like fucked SpongeBob. Up. Yeah, Homer Simpson. He kind of knew that. And I think that he kind of was like, okay, well, you know, you're the best thing that ever happened to me. Because the way he was looking, what he was giving, it, anybody would have been the best thing. But that body was, it was unbearable. <laughs> Not ever getting, going to the gym ever and trying to squat ever in your life and having like a flat butt like that. I'm not a dad bod fan. I'm not it's with just it. Bad. I used to be okay with the, with the, the belly part because I was like, that should humble you. Like, I can have yeah, a little bit of a belly. belly. I could do a belly. A little belly. I could totally do a belly. But you got to at least have some sort of ass. You can't just be a belly. <laughs> like, I, I don't want my forehead bouncing off that shit. Right. Like, like, I mean, I think sometimes men that have a little bit of belly, they, they got everything else working for them. So, it's like, okay, you know, you got a little belly, but you got all of this, all of that. Yeah. Men, yeah. men have to be a little bit more humble because yeah. people are really... Of, and stop thinking this about... Other, just the women. No, we just don't like you. I think men need to be okay with the fact that some women just are not interested in you. And you're not the, you can't, you, what I want men to stop doing is stop reaching back out two months later like we forgot. We didn't forget who you were. We were the same dry, boring, not cool guy we dated back then. Don't circulate or re, put us back in rotation two months later. Thinking, yeah, there's a lot of boring women. Yeah. Find them. I think they should date them. I think I think I think people should they be should speak. that whole opposites attract thing is trashville. Like I need I know I know without a shadow of a doubt I had to be excited by a man. Like literally, I mean this is where the fuck I'm at right now, right? Like yeah. <laughs> your, date, your dating life right now has has it has things kind of leveled out. Whatever. No. Okay. <laughs> but I had to be excited by that person. If I'm not excited by you, you can be like King finesser in every situation. I don't give a shit what your job is. I don't care what your bank account looks like. I don't care if you have a good relationship with your mom. Like, I don't care about any of that other type of stuff. First, mm-hmm. first, I have to be excited by you. And if I'm not, if I'm excited by you, then I'll apply all those other types of things, right? Yeah. But like all that other stuff doesn't get me excited. Like if I see you, I should be like butterflies every single time. Like oh, I cannot wait. And when that phone rings, I should see this person. Be like oh my gosh, I cannot wait to share this person. What what happened? Or even just hear them breathing. You remember those conversations? Yeah. Like I had a conversation like that today. It was just sitting there, and I'm like, okay, well, I got to go into the store right now. We're literally just breathing on the fucking phone. Right. But you know, it's like great. very middle school thing where you're just breathing. Yeah, those are great. Like gotta go. Those are great. But you have to be excited by that person. That's my that's my number one. Everything else is is secondary. I mean, of course, it's a it's a very like it's a close secondary. I, I apply some realistic stuff to yeah. it. But if I'm not excited by you, like you're not even making it past go. Yeah, I think you need some. You want to have that yearning and that um. Okay, I want to see him again. You don't want to force anything. So that's another thing, ladies. Don't force it. If it don't feel right, it don't feel good. It doesn't seem like this is the person. It feels like too much having to to ask too many questions about, well, when are we going to see each other again? Or what's what's next? Or where are we going? What are we doing? Let it go. Let it go. These men are Yeah, I don't like very the when are we going to see being, each other. Yeah, you know, men are very, when they're interested, they're very capable of showing those interests. I think when they are not interested or when they have other things going on, they're very capable of putting you on the back burner. So we have to also be able to gauge that and, you know, check the temperature of the relationship if it feels like we're having to force something or even force the fact that we know we don't like them and we're trying to make something happen or waiting for a spark. 
it ain't gonna be no spark. You ain't like it. You ain't come home and tell your girlfriend. Oh, that's the excitement part, right? Yeah, like you're waiting you to be excited that. by that person. No, I'm not. I I know that I'm excited by somebody like really quickly, and then do. I'll apply the secondary stuff. Yeah, we all do. And you can go on a date that's kind of lackluster and boring, and you're like, oh, but he was so nice. I'm gonna go. No, you know you don't like him. Yeah, like my coworkers at night. I'm not trying to like fuck them. Yeah, you don't want to just uh, like you can go out with night. There's nice people all the way around. Don't yeah. be jaded like to feel like people are not nice. People no. are nice. That is a st- people should should be good humans. That's like baseline. Yeah, everything other than that, like it should be exciting. And I mean exactly. exciting, not in the like uh, no, not it's in that a, inside incitement. Yeah, that that feeling that is like you you can't really explain it but you just got this little feeling and you're just like oh like i can't wait to see him again that feeling is real because it comes from the inside out not this forced outside in like oh i'm going maybe next time i'm see him i'm gonna like him maybe next time he's gonna wear something different and i'm just gonna have these bugs. <laughs> i've been down that one before no, I'm waiting for the motherfucker to get his look together and, and he, every time get a haircut yeah and then every time he is worse and you're like uh, when are you gonna start looking good? Cause I'm I'm trying to try I'm tired of trying to be, make this work. I think you're for ugly me. right now. You got one more day <laughs> to put a filter on your face. Exactly. <laughs> and don't meet him online and then have to see him in, in real oh, life. Yeah. And you're like, uh, did you post ten year ten year old pictures? Because you just ain't the same guy. Yeah, I don't um, do online dating. By the way, I I've banished. I don't, I don't know where else I'm gonna meet people because. I just go from garage to garage to garage. To I told out. you to get out more. It's, I go out, but I also, you know, I, my life bougie. doesn't take me in. Yeah. You don't want to go to where the men are going. Men are going to sports bars, ladies. These are some tips on where to find these guys in real life versus online. They're in sports bars. Then if you got some kids. What if you like a man who likes the arts? I gotta hang out at the fucking Kennedy Center. Yeah, that's, that's a different guy. Yeah, um, I'm not really into men who like sports heavily. Because well, I'm not trying even to pretend like I give a shit. But, but then you have to think about, too, there's a lot of guys who aren't into sports who are just there because that's where their buddies are. Yeah, that's a lot so, of navigating for me. Well, it's 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 real-life dating, though. At least you're going to meet somebody. You're not going to meet them sitting in the house. You're not going to meet them online because they're, I don't know, those guys are weird. <laughs> um, they are. Those are some strange men online. I don't know. The social awkwardness or the social misfit is real on um these sites. Um, but every woman, some some women get luck up every now and then. So I don't know. Don't want to totally ban the online thing. It's just not for me. But I do think you can meet men, and if you have children, especially men, I mean boys, go to a barbershop. Go get your his son's haircut. Let the dad skip it this week. Oh, I'll take him. Take him to the barbershop. Um. Yeah, go sit at some of these cigar lounges. Oh my God, I have to be on like a double wash day. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you definitely you don't want to wear you know something that you feel like you especially a coat. No, I'm in my hair. Oh yeah, hair and coats don't want to take them to cigar lounges. Um, <laughs> go to all these events we got coming coming up. Make sure you're at all these different conferences and you know there's so many different things that we can get plugged into where you see a lot of established black men who are like single or recently divorced and not looking to get married again and just want to have a nice companion. Um, yeah, there's so many places outside of this online world and DMs. Oh, God. Yeah. Nobody's DMing me except for, like, people who I want to DM me. Like, people who are, are talking you... about the candles and shit that I post, makeup and Facebook stuff. Do you this have a happy. large male audience? 
No, not on Facebook, yeah, but not okay. on not on Instagram. Instagram is like no fucking audience, but on and on Facebook, yes. But people definitely, I think, realize that I'm not gonna talk back to them, so they just sit there and they don't say anything. Like my rule of thumb is don't de- don't message me on Facebook. Like I post enough on Facebook, um, in like on my wall for you to have comments and conversations with me publicly. Like there's no one in the internet space that I need to have private conversations with. So like say, Hey, engage in the conversation, do that. Like mm-hmm. if you can't engage with me in the conversation, like if you've never spoken to me that and any of the random things that I post, like why the fuck are you over here? Like, how did you skip all of that and say, good morning, <laughs> good morning, beautiful. <laughs> fuck out of here. I know. That was like, you're morning, being beautiful. weird because I'm over so here strange. talking all day long and you skipped all over that. Like you didn't even, you didn't hit the like button. You didn't say, you didn't say anything about any of the six posts that I've made today. You're in my inbox. Like, who are you even, Robert? Where's my invite? What, uh, what are you even talking I've about? I've never even talked to you and had a conversation I don't know you. what you're talking about. I don't even see you. Matter of fact, delete, delete, delete. <laughs> let me ask you this question because I had this conversation with this guy who I thought was attractive on Facebook. And we have mutual friends. And um, he sent me a message, a good morning, beautiful. And I actually entertained it because I thought he was attractive. But after the third um, message in the inbox, he started talking about all his ailments and illnesses. Oh, no. We can't do the handicap. No. 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 I mean, who the fuck does that? I mean, nobody... I don't even know where you're going with this, but I know that I'm not a caregiver. (laughs) I... There's no... I don't even know where... Anybody who has an ailment... Like, an ailment is like... Some, some actual issue that you're not going to recover from. It's not like I broke my leg. Oh my gosh, I'm not going to be able to get out. Like you have like uh, a real thing. Like you don't even need to be on the dating scene, sir. So does he not deserve love? No, he doesn't deserve it from you. <laughs> there is someone, you don't even want to have a kid. You're not even going over there helping your daughter like a straight up. Fuck out of here. You got to be... I wish the hell you'd be around here pushing that wheelchair wearing these fall fashions. Let him be fine with a nice looking lady who wants to shuffle him around from appointment to appointment. Are you kidding? Yes, he deserves love. He doesn't deserve it from somebody who's trying to wear their their frocks, wear their fashions, be out. I guess I can't wear a cape to like... You can wear a cape to that damn doctor's appointment. All these ailments, sir. Who leads with that even? That was my question. You didn't let me get I didn't even that care. Was- <laughs> <laughs> my question was, if you, why, why are people so openly telling their private business about themselves in the first conversation? Because people don't have real friends. That's what it comes down to. I mean, I watch people, and I'm going to make this for, what do we got, seven minutes until this next one costs off? So we have, there's people on Facebook that, you know, these Facebook groups reign supreme. Yeah. And I am I'm completely convinced that people have, um, I'm in a couple beauty Facebook groups, and literally people come on there and they're like, I used this face wash and my face broke out. Well, stop using it, fucking Rebecca. Like, you know, it does, it does, common sense has taken away some of this. And then you got people who have used, like, the privacy of online to, to be as transparent as they can because they don't know these people that they're sharing this information to. And so I think that over time they have they have trained themselves 
to be so completely like open to people because he doesn't really know you. So he's Never. not going to give that transparency to a person like in his real space that, you know, his friends might not even know he's suffering with some of the ailments that he shared with you. It's just like they feel like there's a level of protection that the, the World Wide Web gives them as a divider to say, I can share all this because I don't know her and and if she takes this the wrong way, I can literally hit the block button and forget this person ever exists. She, you, you don't know him in real life. It's just like, you're like a bot. Okay. Yeah, people are nuts on there. I thought it was a bit forward. Um, of course, it's a turnoff to tell somebody all these things about yourself in the first few minutes of talking to them. But I just felt like, why did he feel comfortable enough to be that transparent about his personal life? I just felt like, why are you saying these things? You know, a simple, all the, let's just get through the pleasantries. I don't think we need to go straight into major... I mean, I think that if people are, I don't know what he shared with you particularly, but I think that, like, if you were to say, okay, I, you know, we're having this normal conversation, the pleasantries are there, you set up a date, and before you get on the date, if he were to say, like, hey, I just want to let you know, I'm wheelchair bound, blah, 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 so you're not getting there expecting, like, this six foot tall standing man, I mean, I've heard, I thought that would be appropriate, like, hey, I'm on crutches, hey, I'm actually a little person, no, it's hey, not, I'm it was this. not anything but I'm saying, like that, that would be the just say. for the record, guys, I'm not out here dating wheelchair bound men, that was not his issue, that would be the time and to it say, was very un- I'm un- actually, very obvious, via Facebook pictures and stuff, I knew that, that would be the time the to case. say, I'm actually a little person, <laughs> <laughs> that okay, be before we go, we have like five minutes. Can we at least just this guy's this is so off topic. But we were kinda of touching on this a little earlier, her and I. This whole I don't know who has kids and who may not but wanna hear this, but these little um things that they come home with, these that are oh. trying to sell this stuff. We don't give a fuck about like, your fundraiser. <laughs> fundraisers that's what they nobody call wants to help your kids save money for a team they probably e. shouldn't even be on like to get a chuck e cheese toy <laughs> it's not it's like, like literally my mom sent me one the other day it was like do you want to help out with this and i'm like she's like i'll pay for it it's like her nephew her great nephew and i'm like buy anything and it was like all oh, kitchens appliances i'm like you know i don't want to fucking have groceries why would you ask me if i want an apple slicer i don't give a shit i don't want to help out with your popcorn that you got these little troll children and the Boy Scouts are running around selling at the mall. They would moved them inside the mall from outside the mall. They were soliciting uh, this, the the you know the get the shit that your your coworkers go give around. And then you feel like the one asshole bitch that doesn't want. I don't give a fuck. I don't want to. I don't want to give into any of that. Me either. Oh, and stop, stop I, it. I, I think it's. I think the fact that these schools are still doing this is really ridiculous. I think somebody in the whole school district. I don't know whether it's a parent or it's a teacher. Or somebody, I mean, they're literally raising like a hundred dollars. Like the gig for, is up for a slingshot or something. It's or not like, even toys anymore. But, it's to get to raise money for like they're being um, donated. No, or yeah, they're donating the money towards the activity that they're choosing to be in. Back in the day, it was like if I want like this toy, I gotta raise this money for the toy. So it's can not we that just anymore. just send these kids? home with like hey a donation slip or something you guys no not even the school how about this if you have a kid that you decided need to be in the fucking soccer and your kid is trashville you pay for it stop trying to guilt us into it your girlfriends who have fucking sex lives and spend their money drinking wine don't want to give to little johnny's shit okay we don't want to bye Ta-da! That was it. All right, another episode down. 
Um, let's see what next week brings. Until then, share, rate, subscribe, Instagram, all that jazz. Um, anything that you need to know will be left in the show notes. And we'll see you next Tuesday. Thank you.